0: Just another ordinary day. An ordinary experience that you've come to expect. Day after day. Week after week. Year after year. But if you look a little closer, you'll see something extraordinary.
1: For this sermon, I thought it would be interesting to do a Google search for what comes up when I type in extraordinary love. You know what comes up? Yep, romantic love stories. It's the kind of love you see in a good Hallmark movie. Now I know some people really enjoy a good love story while others would rather do anything except watch a mushy love story because they all end the same way happily ever after. But reality is not always like a Hallmark movie. Actually, extraordinary love can be experienced in ways that include unspeakable pain as well as incredible happiness. While there are some wonderful aspects about love in those Hallmark movies, I hope that we can grow in awareness today Of how we have experienced God's love in a way that is beyond what we see in those movies. In John chapter 15 we learn from Jesus that he loves everyone in the same way God loved him. Jesus was lovingly present with his followers and God's love flowed naturally from Jesus to all he encountered. Sometimes Jesus' love was filled with loving compassion and other times, Jesus' love came about through instruction and even a rebuke. Here's what we know and how we can see in the way that Jesus loved. It was a love that cannot be produced solely of ourselves. Extraordinary love is a result of God with us positioning ourselves to be with God. In today's scripture passage, we are witnessing a part of conversation that Jesus is having with his followers, who he's been with over the last three years. The stakes were high because they knew Jesus's life was being threatened. Jesus told them he would be leaving soon, so he was giving some of his final words to his disciples they gathered in an upper room. It was evening, candles flickering. They were about to celebrate the Passover meal together. This was a very important meal, a religious ritual reminding them of God's love for all people. Jesus' loving presence in that moment transformed them and allowed them to begin to see And experience God's perfect love as He served them, as He cared for them. So as we read John 15, listen for any words or phrases that stand out to you. Try to imagine what was happening. Jesus said, I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, You remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in His love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. This is the word of God for the people of God. Jesus said he loves us as God loves him. So one of the questions I had as I read the scripture is, how does God love Jesus? God is and has always been present with Jesus. John 1:1 says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Scholars have widely interpreted the word as referring to Jesus. So God is and has always been present with Jesus. And the very name of Jesus, Emmanuel, means God with us. God sent Jesus into this world as an infant, not in easy circumstances, but with willing, loving, God-fearing earthly parents, Mary and Joseph. And Jesus was born in a stable where it was cold and dark and dirty. But God came to be with us in all these situations, in all of our circumstances, as one of us. German Jesuit Karl Rainer said this, God has come. God is here in the world. When we celebrate Christmas, we mean that God has spoken into the world God's last, God's deepest and most beautiful word in the incarnate word. And this means I love you, you, all of creation. God loving Jesus doesn't mean that it's always easy. But Romans eight twenty eight reminds us that, as Paul says, for I'm convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, neither the present, nor the future, nor any powers, neither height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing in all of creation will be able to separate us from God's love. This is such a powerful reminder to all of us. But oftentimes I'm aware that I put conditions on myself as to whether I'm deserving love of love. I actually separate myself from this extraordinary love. But God doesn't separate us from God's love. We can be the ones who separate ourselves from receiving God's love by making it more conditional. For example, I may believe that I will only receive God's love if I'm loving or good enough. This creates a real problem for us because in that moment we become the primary focus in our efforts instead of in God's gift of extraordinary love. The truth of scripture is that God's love is given freely and unconditionally without anyone needing to be loving or good enough. It does make sense that we become the focus because Jesus instructs his followers to love in a way that we lay down our life for others. But what I believe Jesus is teaching is that This extraordinary love flows naturally from being in relationship with God. Keeping God's commandments, having joy that overflows, putting our agenda aside to be with another are all ways that God's love naturally flows. It's not that we seek to keep the commandments first determine I'm going to be joyful today or I'm going to set aside my needs to help others. No, it's that these are possible ways that God's love becomes visible. We will miss this truth if we set out to make ourselves the focus and, and seek to keep the commandments on our own efforts. So when we position ourselves with God and acknowledge God is and always has been and will be with us, then we are naturally the vessel from which God's love flows. Every single day, God gives us a powerful reminder of a sunset or a moonrise that is absolutely extraordinary. There are so many times I miss it because I don't position myself to see it. Even if I'm not able to see it because of the weather or my schedule, I can remind myself of the truth that the sun always sets and it's one of the ways I can experience God's extraordinary love at the end of the day. When I'm intentional, I can create a way for me to look for God's love at the close of each day. Just reflecting on my day and being aware of how I've experienced a way God has demonstrated love, maybe through a word of affirmation, through a loving touch, an act of service, quality time with someone, or the gift of something I've experienced in nature like a sunset. I have a friend that shares three things with me that she is grateful for every day. And I share three things right back for her. It's an intentional process that we've started and that helps us to be positioned to be aware of what we're grateful for. We can do the same thing with God's love. Think of who you might want to begin to share this with each day and start today. Think about feeling loved in an extraordinary way. Doesn't it all come down to someone being with us? Not over and above us or below us, but right with us. Recently I met with a group of therapists who I've been meeting with for several years. I have positioned myself in this type of group to practice giving compassion to myself, and others and by receiving the compassion god has placed within us during this meeting recently the leaders of the group instructed us to listen to one another and to reflect back what we hear as if we were their soul reflecting back what we felt and heard when they when they gave those instructions i had no idea what that meant to be their soul to them, but what happened was that after the sharing the listener began to share what they felt. Something like I feel really sad when you say how hard you are on yourself or when you said you felt like you were drowning I felt really afraid. There was this experience of being with one another. No advice, no judgment, no one was superior, over, there was no evaluating of someone, and neither was anyone passively just going along to get along, not being their authentic self. We were simply being with one another. It was an experience of extraordinary love, so I wonder if we could be better experience God's loving presence, if we positioned ourselves to be present with God, others, and ourselves. Not in a way where we are superior over anyone or thinking of ourselves as beneath anyone, but just with one another. Just as Jesus was and continues to be with us by the power of the Holy Spirit. There are as many examples of God's love as there are individual fingerprints. Just like a beautiful sunset or moonrise, each one different. Each one a gift from our Creator. So I want to invite us to take a moment to just sit in silence. Maybe take a couple of deep breaths to reflect on these reminders of God's extraordinary love with us. This is written by one of my favorite authors, Sarah Bessie.
0: You don't have to be productive and you don't have to change the world. You're already so loved. Your family story can be beautiful or terrible, more like most of us, a bit of both. You don't have to be a mother or a father. You don't have to be married. You don't have to be single. You don't have to want children or raise children. You don't have to be sober or clean. You don't have to give away everything you own and take a vow of poverty. You don't have to be prosperous either. You can carry chronic pain or dance through life. You can be introverted or extroverted. You don't have to love yourself or even like yourself. You are loved. You have nothing to prove. You have nothing to earn. Love has happened and it is happening and it will happen. It is kind and patient towards you. You're already so loved. You aren't earning a breath of love or tenderness more than what you already have just by breathing, just by existing, just by being here in the wonder. You may feel it or not. You are so loved. You are so loved.
1: Will you join me in prayer? God with us, you say we are loved. And I pray that we would each believe you today and every day. We are thankful that in your loving presence, we are held, we are enough, and your love naturally flows from us We pray that all of us would position ourselves with you so that your extraordinary love continues to flow throughout us to all of creation to bring your will on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.